It's the Zaya Show. What's up, guys? It's Zaya. And before we get into the juicy episodes and stuff, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast so that way you can get first alert of new episodes on all streaming platforms every Wednesday. Now back to the episode. I don't know what you happened. You good? What was That's the last what... thing I was ranting about? <laughs> uh, you was ranting about like how we were going to be kiki buddies. Oh, okay, perfect. Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't sure when I lost, when I dropped off. And you, you had you asked good, me, hun. You asked me um, where uh, what I would like to see in the in the community in the in oh, filming. Yeah. Oh yes, that part. Uh, yes, I'd like to see more realistic representation of the trans community. Um, you know, we have a lot of, uh, trans actresses out there now and, uh, you know, but a lot of the times the stories that are written are still not by them. And so they're written for them or about them instead of by them. And anytime that occurs for a minority group, you're not going to get the, the, the truth of the matter. You're not going to get the rawness of what it's really like. And so, you know, I just uh, completed a, my first full-length feature film called Dr. Kim Hunter and the Apparition. Okay. And it is a horror film. And it was um, directed by me. It was starring me. And it was very important to me that I told the truth in the film that I was trans, but it was never really an issue. It wasn't like, oh, bum, 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 she's trans, you know? Right. Um, There was only one time when one person in the film says anything negative. And what she says is really nasty and rude and hateful, right? Yeah. And and every time somebody has seen it, they're like, oh, God, that was hard to hear, you know? And it makes you hate this bitch in the movie. (laughs) She's obnoxious (laughs) and rude already. But then she says that, and you're like, she's talking about our star of the film. Fuck that bitch, you know? Like, oh, no, she did not go there. But that's okay because yeah. she dies five minutes later anyway. So. Oh, period. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like when those moments in the, with the audience is like, you know, um, uh, oh, God, I can't believe she just said that. And, and and then like five minutes later, she's dead. And you're like, yes, they killed that bitch. Thank God Woo-hoo. I was so tired of watching her. You know, some characters, are, some characters I think are set up to be to be hated of course and and then oh, when, they absolutely. Get, when they get what they deserve you're like yes you killed that bitch off early yes good <laughs> <laughs> the but, movie's gonna be great yeah i just you know a lot of times i think uh stories are written and uh, they have used trans actresses but it's been written by either a gay man or mm-hmm. uh, even a, a heterosexual man you know or a right. heterosexual woman and it's just the the they get close, but they just miss the mark, you know? Right. So my goal is to tell stories about the trans community that are more realistic, where the, the queen is not always, you know, flawless, and she's not always, you know, uh, a performer or a drug dealer or a prostitute. Yes. Or she doesn't always die or get beat up or she's trying to seduce a man or, you know, there's so many facets yeah. to, to trans women that you can't, use those old tropes anymore, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So my goal in filmmaking personally is to tell real life stories, you know, that really happen and what it's really like. And, you know, if, if people cringe along the way, they should, because they need to they know should. that that's, that really people really say those things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's that, a sad truth. it is, it is sad, but true. So that's, that's what I would like to see in the film industry is just more, more truth behind that very, very, uh, minority of minority of minority of people you know i i totally agree i think the trans trans people account for something like 0.05 percent of the human population so Mm -hmm. you know it's very few people but uh everyone seems to think they know (laughs) but they They don't don't know boo yeah they're not a unicorn honey yes yes because i find myself when i go into auditions they were actually like, you know, like how uh, people would tell you, like, oh, what's your type? What's your type? Right. And <laughs> since obviously I'm a caramel black man, honey, I had. OK, so my last headshots, I had blonde hair, which made me look younger. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So reality, I'm 21. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, signed up with backstage, back, uh, backstage.com. Obviously, we all know her. Um, and, you know, like, they was like, oh, there's a short film that's happening, right? And my dumbass, I forgot to say the update. Oh, I have black hair now. Because mm-hmm. hair color makes me look older now. So uh-huh. I was like, oh, never mind. But I was like, no, girl, I could, I could dye it blonde because it's like, queer representation i'm just like you know like especially black queer yeah i'm like i want to represent and it's like well you look older now i was like i can shave i can do this i can shave i can hell i can shave my head if you want me to the money right (laughs) i can put on a wig whatever you need but but, right but they didn't take me i was like well it is what comes to you comes to you but i do like Similar to you that you did your own film. I am more of a theater person. I feel like theater is very much underrated more and more mm-hmm. as the, you know, like the film industry rises. Like we get it. Like it's the it's a graphic gratification and also, you know, like the seasons are getting shorter and the episodes are getting shorter. But a theater show is like <laughs> a theater show still. Yes. So when I was yes. younger, I used to have like, you know, like how your counselor would tell you, like write in your journal. I will write plays about my uh, experience. So I remember I would like take everything in me and I would just make characters out of them. So I would write like five pages back when I had no life. I would write five pages <laughs> about like what I want this character life to be like, what I'm imagining. But in some characters, I was manifesting the life that I wanted to bring or like right. the life that I was afraid of because I wrote this one play called Notes to Mama. And y'all could, if y'all want it, hit me up um (laughs) but basically it was like the son was like me then like you know like more naive hopeless romantic wanting to be with who he wants to be but as the play go on I at that point in my mental stability it was like okay will he be able to so he was questioning himself he was trying to please others now when I edit it's like amazing to look back on I'm like poor thing I was looking at this as like okay like he has to back down in order for the father to win and the parents to win and you know his right. sister gets to like have more to shine now it's like oh i'm rewriting it honey now he's getting all the time to shine and he's going to say what on his mind honey right so right, right. well you've evolved as well exactly and yeah. that's the amazing part about art so like you doing your film like when did you started this film uh process like the I first starring start, film? well i actually won a film a short film festival 
contest. Come on, bitch. Um, and the, yes. the prize was uh, uh, money to make a full-length feature film and distribution built into the contract. So worldwide okay. distribution built into contract. So I actually uh, did a short film called Hunting Love. And you can find that. I think it's on YouTube. Um, I think it's also on my IMDb. Um, okay. And so it's called Hunting Love. And it's about, you know, a trans woman that falls in love with this this person. And but I can't tell you the whole thing. It's, it's about right. a 10 minute story. But it's 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 a scary film and and some crazy stuff happens in a short amount of time. And um, but I don't want to tell the story because it's kind of like a bump bum bum moment at the end. <laughs> and so but but they yes. the, the, the company uh contacted me and and they do what's what's called WASH, which is Western Action Science Fiction and Horror. Mm-hmm. That is what their their tropes are. That's what they that's what they most of their films are about. So they're like, give us three treatments. And so I sent them yes. three different treatments of ideas that I wanted uh, that I had in my repertoire that I wanted to kind of have made. And they picked this one, and it's called Doctor Kim Hunter and the Apparition. And and we will be having a premiere later this year we're waiting till around halloween closer to october um so because it is a horror film and you know um so you know uh in both of those of course you know being a trans woman is part of it but it's like i said it's not the main 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 storyline it just is what it is and so uh you know we started filming or actually writing everything last october after we won the film competition, I think it was around like July or August that we won. And then after everything was set up and contracts and everything. So October of last year, and then we just crossed the T's and dotted the I's this past week. And it's, it's completely ready. And they're doing the trailer and the, the Mm -hmm. um, artwork for it and everything. So I'll find out where it's streaming sometime in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. And I can update okay. you on that and let you know. Totally. Um, yes, but, I'll let the Zay fam know. But yes. I know, I know at the least, at the minimal, it will be on Walmart shelves, which is amazing. Ooh, I that's mean, amazing. Yeah, I'm I a, mean, that, oh, that's all over worldwide? the world. All over the world, you know. Oh my God. I'm like, buy um, one. I was told there's a line, right? If you can draw a, mm-hmm. a visual line, um, anything below the line is all these films that are made and nobody ever sees them. Uh, family might see them, you know, co-workers, and they never really get out there to be seen. And when you get above that line is when strangers are seeing and buying your film. And right. my first film is above that line. And that is such a personal achievement that I just can't even believe it still happened personally. That's amazing. Like, what the shit, you know. But uh, my short film won for Best Cinematography, and so I, I said, you know what? If I can do anything, bitch, I can make it pretty. So period. Now, you know, it is my first movie. So I know I have places to grow and aspects mm-hmm. I, I can improve upon. But I'm I'm pretty proud with what the results were with the budget that we had, the time frame that we yes. had and the uh, facilities and all that kind of stuff. I'm very proud of what the results are. And hopefully someone else sees that and says, oh, my gosh. 
That's really good. And, Let me give you some more money to make another thing. Right. You know, so. Yes. And most importantly, having that opportunity to do it for the first time, yes. regardless of it, like if and, people and love it. And not having to beg people yes. for money to make it happen. You know, that was such right. a blessing. And so for, for a trans film director to have my first big project go to that level right out the mm-hmm. bat. His, his, it was such a blessing and such uh, just mind-boggling to be honest with you still to this day I'm just like I can't believe that that happened but you know nice. we have to always remember that we uh, a lot of times I believe don't give ourselves enough credit and how creative and talented we are because we're told our whole lives that we're not or that we're less than and so whenever mm-hmm. the opportunity arises to show people that you are that it's kind of hard for us sometimes to accept it, I believe, on our own. Wouldn't you agree? I agree 100% because even with my, okay, so this happened recently. So I'm always a theater kid, of course. I'm more of a theater kid than a film. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I did theater since middle school. And I went to this amazing high school, well, this amazing theater department in the high school and during high school. And basically, like, I went back, you know, after, because we had a hurricane over here. So that this theater uh-huh. got destroyed. We had COVID, couldn't build the theater. And I already graduated like in 2019. So this is a few years. Yeah. I'm an alumni. And I get to walk back into that facility again. And it's like different, of course. But my theater teacher um, at the time, Lanson, hello, love you. <laughs> she listens. Um, and she was just like, would you want to be a theater teacher? And I instantly, like, I already did assistant directing before with children. I did children mm-hmm. theater all through high school. But it was like, you think I got the capabilities to do it on my own? Like, wait, what? Be a yeah. like, by you? Like, someone that you look up to creatively and you thinking, oh, I could yeah. never touch that. But yeah. it's when you finally get to have that, yeah, you are creative, do that. And I'm thinking, like, in my head, I was, like, telling my boyfriend, I was like, wow, like, I don't know if I want this opportunity now. Like, right. I don't know if I just want to be a theater teacher now because it's, like, make that much impact on a person yeah. and then create stories and That's tell how like, you teachers can change yes. your life teachers could change your life you know speaking Amazingly. of such i had a teacher in the first grade mm-hmm. and i you know you're, you're very young in the first grade but you're still able to understand when things are different and something special happens because you're old right. enough and yeah. i remember going to my uh, grandmother's house and there was a present there for me for Christmas and it was from my teacher and I was like what my first my, Miss Miss Humphreys gave me a, a present why me like I couldn't understand like wow you know and what she had done was she had gone and she had realized that I had an artistic ability and she was, she had previously been an art teacher and she had switched over from being an art teacher to just being a first grade teacher. She was much older, very elderly. Right. And um, she said, this child has a creative streak that is rare and it needs to be, you know, pampered. Mm-hmm. And so yes. she bought me my first art kit. And I think that it was the sweet. first time I could ever remember in my life feeling like I was good at something right and I and after that I be, I was so engrossed and I became oh. throughout my entire school career um 
you know, the art kid, the 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 creative, mm-hmm. the, the painter. I mean, I was selling paintings yes. before I graduated from high school and period. You know, you know, so but it all came down to that one moment where that one teacher said, you know, this child is different. Right. <laughs> Little, you know, honey, how different I really was. But, <laughs> yeah. But you know, like the other kids were drawing dogs and I was drawing giraffes. I mean, you know, shit like period. That, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I get know. it. Because yeah, because when I did theater in middle school, I was a, believe it or not, girl, I was a very shy kid because I got, okay, so I tell people why I was shy because it makes more sense because it was like, I was already outgoing as like when I was younger in elementary, I was that silly kid in the class. Uh-huh. And then in middle school, like around seventh grade, whenever like 13, I got outed because, uh-huh. you know, a girl didn't know how to close the browsers. So, uh-huh. so after having that experience and having my family basically like, like say like, oh, you're this, you're that, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I uh, like Here's instantly shut myself off. Yeah. yeah. And so when I went to high school, I did theater before, but it was like, I did it. I didn't know like if I was able to do like more feminine guy roles because it was like, you know, like I'm not the masculine, masculine guy. Yeah. And I was so frustrated. And so Lance, and she pulled me aside and she's like, Isaiah why do you want this role? And I was like, I wanted this role so I could prove to everybody. She's like, but can't, she's like, prove to yourself first. And she, and right right then and there, she's like, if you join this theater department, I promise you that you will learn more about yourself. You will learn more for the arts and you will be more passionate. And I was like, okay. So I did my first monologue, you know, and you know, I got an audition for like the school board. Yes. I got accepted and I was like, okay, they obviously see something in me because I just let go. And so fast forward, I did like my, I did like six theater shows in high school, like at my high school. And then I did like four outside of the high school. And so I got to my senior year to the point where it was like, okay, I'm more confident. And she was testing me out because I was telling her like, you know, like she knew my parents and she, nobody liked my parents. She was like, yeah, I met your mom. And she was like, it's sad that, you know, like you, we're so happy on stage when you come off stage because I was in a kelp, honey. And I was very insecure about it. Cause I was like, wait, my mom's here. Let me just go and put on pants, honey. Yeah. I don't know. And so senior year, I remember I got to play my first straight guy role. And I was like, I mean, like, obviously guys will be sad, but like, I will be sad about it. But I was so happy at the time. Cause I was like, yes, yes. I finally get to be quote unquote normal and see like how this could feel. Yes. But I didn't like it, honey. But, um, <laughs> but long story short, Basically, uh, I got the balls to audition for AMDA, and that's a performing arts school in New York. And I was like, okay, I want to do performing arts because my grandpa is also in the arts. So it helps when you have someone in the family that supports you in the mm-hmm. arts because it's like, okay, yes, because he's been telling me go to take singing, take dancing, learn a piano, yeah. learn this, learn that, learn, and yeah, you know the whole craft. Yes, and I was like, okay, I get it, Grandpa, but you know, it, it, it's easier to say than done. But you know, you have to have <laughs> so that I, I was, system in your family yes. is super important, you know, and it's very important. And I have yes. to be, you know, I, I I have to say that you know, throughout my years and throughout transitioning with my family, um, you know, I have four brothers, and they're just big country corn-fed motherfuckers, okay, and they don't know <laughs> nothing, but they love right. their sister, honey. They love me to death. And, you know, they Curious. see me and I see them all the time when I go home to Kentucky to visit and they just, yeah. you know, if I don't see them, they get mad. And you know, <laughs> they, 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 my family has been so wonderful and so accepting and so um, understanding and protective yes. of me since I was very small. Um, 
you know, I think that that's made such a difference in my life and provided me the strength to be able to be the person that I wanted to be and that I am mm-hmm. and, and, and know that my family is accepting of me. So I always right. feel for people who don't have that. And it's, it's, it's hard yeah. for me sometimes to talk to some people about that because it kind of can catch some people's ass the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, well, good right. for you, bitch. I'm so glad you're like fucking <laughs> good. You know, but you're like, like I, I don't see it that way because it's like I have the mixture. So I have like the family members that don't accept it, like my mom. Like, honey, she found out at 13. Okay, guys, I said it a thousand times. I'm gonna say it again, girl. But um, literally, you know, like the browser, honey. Uh-huh. I was on a wonderful uh website watching, uh-huh. you know, some adult entertainment because uh-huh, we were curious. Uh-huh. And so she saw it, obviously, but the thing was, she was so upset. Because it was like guy on guy, but yet it was like a white guy fucking a black guy. Uh, and I was like, girl, why uh, do you care uh, so much? Uh, I just. So mama would it be better cute. if it wasn't biracial? Is that the problem? I don't know. That's what. Now you see what I was thinking. I was like, wait, is it because it's biracial or because it's like two guys? Guy I was guy. so confused. <laughs> and so I was just, and she, she literally told me, she's like, you can't tell nobody about this. And you saw the 13 year old this and remind you already, I had speech therapy at the time. Uh-huh. So I already felt bad about myself, like academically. And I was like, now personally, I'm weird. And she's like, yeah. it's either you go to boarding school with all boys, which I should have went with because I was like, well, hello, your duh, podcast. Well, <laughs> or I could, and, then, mm-hmm. and she said, or you could be DL. She said, or you could just get rid, basically get rid of it and be normal again. And I was like, Okay, well, I'll say, like, I got younger siblings. I'm the oldest. I got two sisters, and they love me to death. And I was like, well, I'm going to have the girlies. You know, I'm, I'm going to just be DL, but mm-hmm. DL to the family, not DL. I was out, like, in the theater mm-hmm. community. Like, everybody know at school. But when my parents came, it was like everybody had to change shifts. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, Andy's coming. Breathe, yeah. bitch. Like, I it mean, was very yeah. hard. You know, I think when I came out to my family at 14... Um, it's because I was writing love letters to this 21 year old because you know you have to remember my age so it was before the age of the internet honey so (laughs) so my mama found some letters and that was a problem because I was 14 he was 21 and and she sent me down she said I don't care what you are she said but he is too old for you and that is my (laughs) issue and I was like okay I get it you know but you was like thank god it's the age yeah and then years years later when I you know came out to the family again that I was transitioning um that was a little bit of a shock a little bit but not Mm -hmm. really and even, even two of my four brothers their first response was well it's about time (laughs) <laughs> you know so yeah so you know that it, it just is what it is and but yeah i have it to is, say the is. support systems are so important so, yes. so so no matter how old you are it's so important for me to get approval of my mama like one time i had a i was asked to do this uh, video and all i had to mm-hmm. do was dance in this video it was an art it was an art an art video but they wanted me to okay. go topless and I mean, like totally topless and just a pair of like thong panties. And right. I, I think I was like, oh, gosh, what was it? I was probably like 40 years old <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and I, I still call my mom yeah. and said, mom, I, I've been asked you this thing. Do you care? <laughs> you know, like I'm going to be topless. Yeah. Is, is, is that okay? She said, 
I mean, as long as you feel comfortable with it, that's all that matters. I mean, if it's art, it's art. I mean, you've got a nice rack. You might as well show them off. Period. <laughs> all right, mama. Yeah, she's like yes. that. So, because so. my mom, she's very, because a lot of people be like, but your mother's so young. Like, we got 20, we're 20 mm. years different. So she's like in her, well, she's 41. Cause I'm yeah, 21. so I'm older than your mama. <laughs> yes, you're older than my mother and more cooler. But she's very more traditional. I'm like, girl, you are not that traditional, honey. Like, calm down. Like, because she was in a she was in the dance community. She's a dance teacher. So I'm like, girl, you don't see no fruits dancing around never? here. Come on, like now. never. Like she no, literally, like the dance. She did, and uh-huh. because the dance teacher, literally the dance teacher, uh, that teaches at my at my mom's uh dance. Come on, mom's just a dance teacher, but the boss, she looked at me. She's like. Isaiah got pretty uh, feet, like, you know, like, he just, like, knows how to point his toes. Because in theater, when you do exercises, what you do, you point your toes, you work your body out. It's normal. And you do body movements. So yeah. I said, yeah, I do that. And so she's like, oh, do you know how to do a pirouette? Honey, she was saying the language, and my mom was like, how do you know this? I'm like, I watch Dance Moms. Well, <laughs> I, I watch Dance Moms. I watch Dance Moms at night, had to turn off the, had to turn off the light and watch it and silence and then i, I watched i watched rupaul I drag it. race in silence i watched a lot oh oh my gosh i watched eating out if y'all know you know oh, yes. yes the movies yes, on yes. yes three o'clock in the morning was my time to shine as a kid okay That's hilarious <laughs> That's hilarious you know. yes i think the young i think the young people on here don't understand that because i'm 21 and sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like i'm getting old because it's like what is that movie and i'm like you don't know that you don't know that? Yeah, you 18? I can remember, what? you know, yeah, you know, back in the day when, when there were certain films come out, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe right. that this exists now, you know, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, it's, I think that really let me know, I've always been a film person, a film yeah. buff, I've always loved movies, I, I would mm-hmm. rather watch four movies in a row than I would watch any TV now, TV has gotten a lot better, um, but back in the day, you didn't have Netflix. You didn't have uh, all these streaming services. So when you watch TV, you had right. the commercials, and it was four channels, and it was like, you know, it was ugh. So movies, you, know, <laughs> you could actually get into and go to another, you can go to another time, another place, another universe. It was, it was all fantasy, you know? It could be whatever yes. you wanted it to be. And someone like me who's a visual person, I enjoy it. it, it I, I tell people, you know, people love to read and good for them. I'm not mm-hmm. a big reader. I and am that's a totally visual fine. person. So when I can see a movie, I just I just love it, you know? And so right. when, when I started seeing queer films or, there, you know, that were other than the dandy coming in and being sassy and, you know, making comments mm-hmm. and then leaving, you know, or things and like And being the best friend of the main girl. Like, yeah, things on. like that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it would let me know that, wow, you know what? They can, you can tell stories. You can tell stories that can make mm-hmm. a difference in somebody's life. There's a yeah. uh, movie called Latter Days. And okay. it's about these, this Mormon uh, guy that comes out, he's gay and he meets this flamboyant neighbor and it's called mm. uh, Latter Days. And if you haven't seen it, you have to see it because it's one of those okay. films that 
tells a story that it, it, it's a love story. It, it, yes. it was one of the first love stories I can remember being put onto film where it wasn't, it was done so well, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was well before Brokeback Mountain ever even was thought about. And um, it, it was one of those movies that made me go, wow, I want to tell stories like that. I want to right. tell movies. I want to tell stories about the queer community that are like that, you know? So if you yes. haven't seen it, that's my plug of the day, latter days. Okay. I'm going to watch that. Definitely send it to me. sexy man in it, honey. So get Ooh, ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. I'm taking my, I will watch. I will. We will watch together. And I think one um, of the stars but, of it is uh, yes. Gordon, what's his name? Gordon Love Hewitt or Gordon, uh, He he's a big time star now, but he was in it okay. as, as well. So. Okay. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Um, for me day. though. Yeah. For me though, where I had that point of like, inspiration so uh, i remember i okay i would say okay like my film inspiration i am an oldie like i was raised off of black and white movies okay <laughs> i was raised off of it because you know like my grandpa would love to watch black and white uh-huh. western films crime scary movies my grandma would be like he should watch barney and friends and my grandpa say no no <laughs> that's boring because he would have to babysit me but you know, like now being older, it's like, well, obviously that was entertainment for me. So I totally watch it now. Right. Um, but it didn't hit me until like when I was like 15-ish and 16-ish where I was really like taking acting seriously. Yeah. And I watched this movie and I think everybody knows it. I was watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. And it just like, you know, like how you sit down and actually watch a movie. I watched that and I was like, wow, like the dialogue is so great. Like, and then Lance and also, she also bought me a playwright uh, book for Christmas. So I was really taking like the dialogue more serious. I was like, okay, let me see how it goes, the camera angles. And also all about Eve. It's a long oh. movie and it's black and white, but it uh-huh. is so good. And that would test your patience. Okay, people. <laughs> and then for plays, for plays, I would say um, the play that I knew that I wanted to be an actor, so National Theater um, in London. Mm-hmm. I watched um, I watched Angels in America, and that oh, was my first wow. play that yeah. I was up right a good first play. I was obsessed with it. Like I watched it online, and I was yeah. trying to find clips. I ended up watching behind the scenes. Have you I seen the movie? Buying... No, I haven't seen the movie. Oh. But I read the I read the play. I watched mm-hmm. the play. I watched part one and two. But I need to watch the movie. Okay. Yeah, the movie's movie really good. Okay. Really, really good. Yeah. And then at that point, I knew I was like, okay, I love the scenery. I love the movements. I love the teamwork behind the scenes. And also me being so creative and love being people oriented. I love theater community. And so I started learning makeup and I started to learn hair and different yeah. ways that I could get involved in the theater community without having yeah. to be on stage all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I love theater in general. So I told my boyfriend, I said, babe, if corporate America doesn't work out, we all, I always got a backup plan, honey. Okay. Exactly. Like, I could always be a producer, makeup artist. <laughs> I could be the crew. I could work your lighting. Like, I don't care. I don't get people that are in theater or in film and just want to do acting. Like, I love yeah. acting, but 
that's you not know, the only I, thing. I, you know, you have to be well rounded in a lot of different aspects exactly. of filmmaking, and at least have a, a working knowledge because it's it's you mm-hmm. have to kind of know what you can and can't do, and what's feasible and what's you know. It's nice to write a story where this, that, or whatever might happen, but you have to understand the logistics of okay, you want to have this horse running in in uh, in the sand. Okay, that means you have to rent a horse. You know, mm-hmm. so you need to write what you can afford sometimes. And, you, know, yes. you have to know, oh, I want to make this a nighttime scene in the woods. Okay. You do realize that it's going to involve a lot of lighting, a lot of logistics to make that happen. So I think yeah. you have to understand certain things about yeah. the, the industry, If you're, especially if you're a writer, because you, ha- mm-hmm. you can write anything. But executing that... Right. Oh, that's a whole different ball game. Because I wrote my first, yeah, I I wrote my first play, uh, Notes for Mama, and so (laughs) I worked on set design. Because in high school, Lance would make everybody just because you was in a show doesn't mean you're not going to work on the set. Because it was like she Mm -hmm. wanted us to be all rounded. So I had the background of like set design, and I understood like color gels and like Mm -hmm. the camera angles and all that. So I was like, okay, so we can aim it like this. And do it like that, and da 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 da. da. Mm-hmm. But I had to think, like, wait, I'm in college, <laughs> I mm. can't do it like that because they said your play was about to be chosen, but it was because of the budget that you was basically saying within the show. I was like, oh, I want this girl to have a quick change, and da da da. Yeah, so we have to make it more like you know, 2020 era, you know, with inflations and possible recession. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the best stories comes from when you don't have as much gimmicks around it. Yeah. You know, I I would say that even with my film that I just did, you know, I'm so happy with it. But then when it came to special effects, special Mm -hmm. effects are expensive. And, 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 you know, I really wanted to do this entire film with like basic to little to no special effects. And, you know, there is one scene at the very end of the film where there's some special effects used. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's like the climax of the movie. And it's just one of those things when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I hate special effects. You know, it's one of those things that, I kind of, that my producer was like, we have to do this. And I really fought tooth and nail. I was like, I really don't want to do special effects because they're going to suck. You know, if you don't have the right, right money, they're they're going to suck, and sure enough, the the special effects. I hate to say it, it's my own movie, but you have to be realistic about things, you know. Right. The special effects are very dated, and I hate them, you know. And I, I just wish that they they weren't in there. But my producer insisted, and I was like, well, okay. I guess this is what it has to be. You know what I mean? Right. So well, when I'm watching the film, I will remember producer. Girl, yeah, just producer. remember when. Yeah, when, when anybody, <laughs> hearing this, please know that I'm aware that the special effects are what they are, but please don't hold that against me. <laughs> I will go to Walmart. Yeah. Uh, don't hold us against. Don't hold it against us because of the budget that we had. You know what I mean? Mm. So it just yes. is what it is, and, and just know that this is my first one and so my i already have plans for my second film i probably will have to shoot it for another year or so um for you know i'm trying to raise my own money because this time i've decided that i want to do the movie that i want to do not Mm. the movie that 
some other company chose to fund. Because when you right. when when another company or another person chooses to fund you, you have to kind of do what they need you to do. You know, if right. you want to make the movie, you have they are your boss ultimately. The person who holds holds the purse is the person who's in charge. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times. So, Period. so you know, I really want to make a love story about a trans woman. Um, you know, I don't want to give too many details out, but. I want to tell a true yes. love story. And, you know, I love a good love story. Yeah, a true love story, you know. So, but I want it to be told very realistically, like very mm-hmm. real, you know. So, we'll, if you could imagine like Brokeback Mountain, but with a trans twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. leave it. I'll leave it there. We'll we'll leave it there. We'll and it as there. well, yes, we'll leave it there. So, Ch- Chaslyn Wade. Mm-hmm. Chaslyn Wade. Chaslyn. It was a May Chaslyn Wade. You know, girl, my tongue is twisting like the oh, way I twist my hips around here. I've been, <laughs> been, been called a lot of things. So, I, as long as it's close enough, honey, I, I'm fine with it. I don't really get upset. <laughs> Period. So we're going to have to, as a Dallas girl and a future Dallas girl, we're going to have to, okay, okay, I'm going to sound so out of Texas. Rodeo. So what do you say when you're about to wrap up the bowl or whatever in a rodeo? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. That's a good, I I don't know you're a Dallas girl. (laughs) Rope it it up. I don't know. Rope it up. We gonna sounds, rope it up. I don't <laughs> so, know. I think maybe we just made that shit up, but it sounds good to me. <laughs> right? We gonna rope it up. <laughs> so you know, this is the end of the you know wonderful conversation that we're having. Aww, thank so, you for having wanna... me today so no much. Problem, I've, I've really enjoyed my conversation with you, and thank me you too. for your for your questions and your interest, and and uh, I really appreciate it. And like I said, now next time you're in town. You're going to be my Kiki friend. I'm going to show you around. We're going to see oh, the yes. film festival together, hopefully, yes, too. Yes, period. Hopefully. As well, do you want to give all the social medias? Because they'll already be in the description box, but just tell the Zay fam. Yeah, where to you know, you. I, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm a little older, I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. but I do do Facebook and I do Instagram. I don't have any kind of TikTok or that is totally like fine. That. But it, it's just <laughs> under my name, Chase Lynn yes. Wade. And, um, you know, I go professionally by Chaseland Wade. That was my name for many mm-hmm. years. And I just got married less than two years ago to my wonderful husband, yes. John. And so now if you type in Chaseland Wade, it'll pop up mm-hmm. all of my stuff. You can just Google that name. It'll pop up everything. And um, if you don't see it, you get advanced at the end, V-A-N-C-E. But most, most everything professionally is going to show up, Chaseland Wade. So just, you can just Google me and it'll pop up my Facebook, my Instagram, my IMDb, my, uh, my short films. It'll pop up everything that, yes. they, you know, so. Yes. Definitely check out this queen in the yes. film and, and go, in the drag. Go, go look up yes. Dr. Kim Hunter and the apparition. That's my newest film. It's just mm-hmm. completed. And I'll, like I said, I'll keep in touch with you and let you know yes. just exactly where it's going to be streaming or, or, or what have you. As soon as I find yes. out, you'll be the first to know. Woo! 
I am so excited and I'm so excited for all your future endeavors. Congratulations to everything that you're doing and killing the game. Thank you. I'm yes, fine. I'm fine. Thank yes, you girl. so much. But you have a good night and thank you again. And I hope to talk to you soon and keep in touch. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yay.